Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shreem and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Eruvin Dafdalad Amud Bet. Uh, and we're going to address uh, some of the issues that are implicit in the Mishnah, uh, where we take the Chachamim's position that 20 Amot is the maximum height for the Mavu. So let's say it's higher than 20, and now you want to make it less than 20 so that you can you, uh, set it up and carry in there. How much do you have to diminish it? That's a pretty obvious answer, which is uh, whatever is the surplus over 20, that's how much you have to diminish. What they mean is, how much width do you have to have that's at the proper height? One tefach worth of memait. So that means that if you have a tefach of width, of material that is raised so that at that area it's let 20 amot or less to the top, you're okay. Abayamar arba'a means arba'a tefachim. So, do Rav Yosef and his Talmud Abayi disagree with the following? Rav Yosef holds you're allowed to carry underneath the Korah, and it's chudoha chitzon, the outer edge of the Korah, your raid. Vesotem. We're going to get to that later on in the Masachet. Uh, the one who said four said you're not allowed to carry under the Korah, and therefore you have to have a proper amount of space, Arba'at Fachim, which is the, uh, which is the, uh, the proper height. Everybody agrees you can carry under the Korah. The question is, what is the purpose of the beam that you put over the top of the Mavui, which we'll see more details about that in the next Mishnah. But is it there just as a signal, a symbol, so that you see it and you recognize it? Or is it there actually functioning as a Mechitza? So if it's a mechitza, then you would need dalid to create a real place. Everybody agrees it's hakher. They're disagreeing about whether to create an analogy between the symbolic reminder that you put below on the ground with the one above. The one above we know is a tafak. Rabbi Yosef says, since the Korah on top is one tefach. Therefore, the amount below that has to be raised is also, a hekker is also one tefach. And Abayi says, no, they work differently. The truth is, everybody could say that they work in the same way. The simple problem is that you're building up some of the ground below, and if you only build up a tefach, you may end up wiping it out, and then end up with more than 20 airspace. So Abayi says, we're goes there, and as a result, we want to make sure it's wider. Okay, now let's take the flip problem. Let's say that the entrance to the Mavui is less than 10 Tfachim high, which is too small. And now you want to dig to make it Asara. Kamach, okay, how much do you have to dig? And again, the assumption here is depth. Kamach, okay, kamach, how much you need? If it's 8 Tfachim, you have to dig 2. Meaning, how much width you have to have of the proper depth to make this acceptable? Rabbi Yosef Amar Be'arba'a, meaning Arba'a Tefachim, and Abay Amar Be'arba'a Mot, big difference. Le'ima, B'di Rabbi Amar Be'arba'asi, Kimi Palagi, perhaps Abay and Rav are disagreeing about whether to accept this ruling of Rabbi Amin Rabasi. Ditmar, Mavui Shnifratz Mitzido. Let's have a Mavui, and one of the side walls has a breach in it. Klapero Shoh, and it's near the front of the Mavui. 
they are reported as ruling if there's a piece of wood a piece of, of wall left that's four tvachim wide then if the pirza is up to tenamot wide that's totally okay if the pass is less than four wide meaning it's right near the front if it's less than three of a distance three tvachim it have a breach, then it's okay, but if not, a normal breach could be more than three tfachim, then it's no good. So Rav Yosef, either Rav Yami, so Rav Yosef evidently holds that a pas arba'ah, so that means that you have to have four tfachim worth of proper material there, make it a mavui, so Rav Yosef accepts that. Rabbi later Rav Yami, and Rabbi evidently rejects it, and says you need arba'amot. So Amalach Abayabaya could turn and say, Hatam Sof Mavui. No, I accept Rabam Vravasi. There we're talking about a case where you had a Mavui and it got wrecked. And so once it got, once it was already proper and now we're just trying to see if is it still proper, then we'll allow it at Fort Fahim. Here you're trying to establish a Mavui. Here it has to be for Imamot. In Ilola. I'll prove to you why I say Arbamot. Tanya, I'll prove to you if Arbamot is right. Tanya, ain't mavui nitar belacha v'koraatshu b'timachatzor p'tuchin l'tochol. Major halacha that you cannot the whole system of a mavui, which you could put a lechi on the side or korah on the top, or maybe you need both of them. Meitol beitshamai doesn't work unless you have houses and courtyards in the plural opening into it. But if you think that a mavui could be as small as four tfachim deep or wide, you can't have houses and courtyards opening into it. There's no room for the openings. You think maybe we've got a very long and narrow mavui that's only four tfachim wide but that and has all these houses opening up on the side walls. From Nachman the Kitina and Ezu Mavui it's got to be longer than it is wide. So you can't have a a uh, very narrow, as we say, a very wide, that's really wide, but not deep, Mavui, because that doesn't work in the system either. And plus you have to have houses and courtyards opening up into it. Okay, so that's a bias proof. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef could say, you could have a Mavui that's only four Tfachim long, and that it, it, the opening comes on the corner. And you can have an opening on each corner, and that's where Batim and Chatzirot. Rabbi Mena Minala, so Rabbi says, I'll give you another proof that I'm right. Let's say you have a wall of the Mavui, and there's a Lechi sticking out, a board sticking out from it. If it's not Arba Mot long, then we call it a Lechi. And that wall is now defined and 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 and, uh, and validated if you will by the lechi that's there this lechi that's less than arbamot arbamot if it's four mot long then we call this board that's four mot long already it's only independent mavui so you need another lechi matter it so you see that arbamot is the shear if yosef says you're right to take a lechi and say it's no longer a lechi it's now something else it needs to be arbamot but to make something a mavui, even four tvachim is enough. So Rav Yosef deflects both proofs of Abaye. Okay, now let's take a look at that statement that Rav Huna was quoted as saying uh, a minute ago. Good, that's the statement. 
Oto lachi, if it's more than four and you need to put another lachi up, mamido, where do you put it? If you put this lachi right next to the, our problematic lachi, you're just making it longer, which makes it more problematic. So Papa you put it on the opposite side of the Mavui. Most of the Gemarot have pictures demonstrating where that is. Ravuna says, No, you could even put it on the same side. Make it a little bigger, make it a little smaller. In some way, set it off from the problematic lechi. It'll be different, it'll be there as a marker. By the way, that entire halacha that we just saw is only true if the Mavui is eight wide. Mavui Shiva, if it's seven wide, seven tfachim wide, nitar ba'omein rubella parutz. It's, it becomes mutar because you've got more standing, because this lechi is arbamot, if it's arbamot, so it's seven amot, that means a majority of it is wall. And I'll tell you why Merubel made all parutz is matar b'mavui. Meaning, as long as there is more wall than there is breach, it's matar b'mavui. It's a kavachomer from a chatzer. A chatzer, which of course are the courtyards that, uh, that branch off of the mavui, has the following halacha. A chatzer needs a wall around it. It's not enough to have a symbolic beam or, or upright. But nonetheless, the terpo made Merubel parutz. If a majority of it is fenced in, it's mutar. You have self to make the eruv, but that's a separate thing. Mavui shnitar belechavikara, so mavui, which has the the uh, leniency of being able to be matur with just a symbolic upright or beam, certainly it should be able to have, if the majority of it is up, that should be enough. So no, that's not true, because the halacha of a chaser is, if the pirt says up till ten amot, it's okay. Mavui shpirtzatobi arba, even though we allow an opening of up to 10, as we saw in our Mishnah for the Mavui, but if there's a breach, it's only up to 4 amot. So it's more stringent than a chatzer. The answer is, Evidently, there's a machloket about how big of a pirzah in a Mavui is a problem. And Ravuna takes the lenient position that is that uh, that it's up to 10, just like in a chatzer. So he has his kavah chomer. Now, Laman Kamrina, who are we asking on? Rav Huna? For Ravuna Pirzatobi Abbasfirole, Ravuna is the one who holds that it that a Pirza has to be four, so he can't accept the Kawachomer. The answer is Ravuna Yoshua Tamdanaf Shekamar. He was just giving his own explanation. That's why he was saying it. He wasn't saying it Aliba de Ravuna. He was giving his own approach. Even if the Mavui is eight, you don't need a lachi. Why? Because Ravuna said it's only if it's seven or less. He says even if it's eight, but exactly eight, it's still okay. Why? If the lechi is a scant, a, a tad more than four, and then four, then you got a majority of it uh, is wall. If on the other hand, a majority of it is is uh, is breached, then then that means my lechi is less than four, and therefore it's a lechi. Are you afraid of a situation where it's exactly four tfachim and exactly four? Then you have a suffix as the rabbanan suffix divran lahakel. We go leniently. If you have a mavui that got breached on the side, is what we're just talking about, then up till ten amot is just called a breach, it's just called an opening. After that, it already interrupts the mavui. May Rosho, if it's on the front entrance, then be Arba'ah. Okay, four Tfachim. 
Why do we say that on the side? It's up to Telamot. We say that's an opening. Why don't we say the same thing at the front? That it was opened on a corner of the front, not the 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 essential front, but a corner between the front and the side. The Nobody ever makes a door there or an opening there. Therefore, you can't call it a petach. Rav Huna disagrees with the report of Rav, and Rav Huna is of course a Talmud of Rav, so we'll have to work that in, and says they're both four Tfachim, front or side. Rav Huna said, don't disagree with me. Rav was in a particular town called Demcharia, and he ruled exactly like me, and once it was four Tfachim on any side, he said, too big. Amaleis, Rav Hanan said to Ravuna, Rav Bik Gader. What happened is he found, literally, he found a valley and put a fence up. Meaning, he found the people in Damcharia were not very observant and were not very knowledgeable. And he realized that they were being very lenient about the law. And so therefore he said, Arbat Fachim. But he really believed Esaramot on the side. Rachamar Yitzchak, Rav Huna We think Rav Huna is right that Rav really was, um, was Mekil. So it was machmir to say only arbat fachim. To eat my mavui akum. What's a mavui akum? Is like a maze. It's a mavui that enters, let's say, going north south, and then takes a turn and goes east west and em- ends up on a, on a side street. So there's rishut arabim going uh, north south and another rishut arabim going east west, and you have an entrance from both sides. Why? What does Rav say? Torah kim fulash. We consider it like an open on both sides. Mavui, what's the din of a mavui fulash? You have to have tsurata petach on both sides, meaning a total frame, or else a frame at the crook where the piece turns and a lechin kor on each side. Shmuel says, no, it's like satum, because any way that you look, you see a dead end. And therefore, just a lechin kor on each side would be enough. But my askina, what are we talking about? If you think that the opening at the crook where the turns is more than ten, Tenamot, Why would Shmuel say that that's considered like a sealed up place? It must be ten or less. And Rav still says it's considered fulash. So this is a breach that's on the side, and it's not ten. Ten is not good. So therefore, the only other shoe we have is Arbat. Arbat. who said that Rav really didn't mean it, he was just possibly in Damcharya because of their ignorance, and he really held ten. Why would he, how would he then explain this uh, position of Rav? With this Mavui that, that goes on an angle, lots of people go through it. Since lots of people go through it, you can no longer call it just a, a regular breach, it's got to be a Petach, and therefore he won't allow it at ten. So does Ravuna think that even if we don't have Rabin going through, it's still a problem above four? How's that any different than the case of Ravami and Ravasi that we saw just above? The answer is In the case of Ravami and Ravasi that we had above, <coughs> uh, there were pieces of the fence that was broken down still there. In this case, there is no fence. It's just totally breached and open, and that's why they won't allow it, even if it's uh, if it's even if it's ten, um, right? Because in the case of Rav, uh, Rav Amin Ravasi, as we saw back on Dafhamud Aleph, that if there is a breach, as long as there's a a, a 
piece of of wall that's Fort Fachim, it's Matu the Pirzad Eser. Why would Rav then not apply that here? Because here it's a different story, because there uh, there are no remainders of the fence that was there. It's totally empty, and therefore uh, there's nothing, as it were, to sort of rely on as a closing. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We're going to pick it up on the Fava Mudalif. Kitzar Marvin Derach Rishut Rabim. In the meantime, we wish you a wonderful day.